0: Hi there, I'm here again in Pink Sofa Conversation and this time I have Tim, the mindful baker with me. Hi Tim, how are you?
1: I'm very well, thank you, yourself.
0: Very good. Tim, thank you for making the time. Uh, I met you through the Airbnb experiences, um, just by coincidence, we kind of like, you know, went to the same meeting and we started our conversation and you explained me what you do, which is quite of a fascinating combination. Give the audience an understanding of of what your passion is and what you do as a mindful baker
1: so yeah mindful baking is my business that's what it's called and I teach people how to bake and predominantly at the moment I'm teaching people how to bake sourdough although I'm also doing pizza sourdough pizza as well uh, but when it comes to a loaf of sourdough that takes 36 hours to create from start to finish and the whole point of why I'm sort of combining mindfulness with sourdough is sourdough takes Thirty-six hours, like I said, and that's a long time to make bread. Yeah, and to lead a sort of mindful existence isn't instantaneous thing. You know, you have to sort of spend time um, observing yourself and acknowledging, yourself and learning, and falling in love with yourself, making yourself a better, better sort of person um, through using, utilizing all of the techniques that I introduced to people at the uh, at the workshops which I do. So bear in mind like I say it takes thirty six hours. Obviously we're not there for thirty six hours. I do all of the twelve hours before yeah. I then they meet up with me. We has five hours that time that when I meet them. In that five hours they start by mixing all the flour and I sort of try to assimilate that when you mix all the flour with water, that is just it's just messy. It's yeah. just it's just a it's just a horrible sort of um, junky sort of mess which pe- people can just look at and that's that's the way people's lives get you know it just gets into this sort of state of just despair state of worry state of panic state of um, anxiety and, and a lot of people's lives are like that yeah. and so when you mix all the flowers together that's what people are seeing and then I say look you've just got to leave it so after you've left it for an hour everything just slowly use this is by using obviously the the uh, starter which is the sourdough mother so to speak you put that in and then it just all of the gluten bonds start to work together, and it draws all of the all of the um, the flour in, into like this this amazing space where it just becomes like this amazing sort of stringy, um, incredible piece of piece of dough, which isn't what it was at the beginning. And it's something which oh, well, I mean, obviously, and it takes time. You know, it's it's not just a sudden add to water and it happens. It yeah. takes time. And over this sort of process, um, so every hour, the first hour, you're waiting, that's when I teach people about mindfulness. Okay. I teach them how the two are very sort of suited for each other and how they sort of match each other, so to speak. And then we do another, another sort of, we put salt in the, the dough, then we wait another half an hour. And then that next half an hour, I will either introduce them to a a new technique, introduce them to a um, guide meditation or something like that. And then after that half an hour, I then showed them how to make pizza, and then they all make their own pizza, um, make delicious lunch. And the pizzas which um, obviously created are oh, so delicious. sourdough pizza They look
0: amazing. Stuff. I haven't had the pressure to, eat there, to try them yet, but they look epic. So basically, Tim, you're making a little bit of a metaphor between what bread is and life, because bread is alive, right? And it's a process until you get your yes. sourdough ready and you cook. How did you fall into bread making personally as Tim?
1: Um, so In terms of mindfulness, I've been a mindfulness instructor for the last three years. Mm -hmm. And two years ago, I hosted a party and my cousin, my cousin-in-law, he came along and he brought two loaves of sourdough. And I was just like, that's such an inspirational gift to give to people. Because obviously, normally people just give crap wine. But this was just so lovely to have some really lovely bread. And obviously I devoured it. And I said to him, You'll have to teach me how to do it. And lo and behold, he took me up on that offer. And like a few weeks later, he was like, right, you're coming to do it. I was like, okay. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure of if like, I really wanted to do it. Anyway, I did it. And then the day he taught me, everything just clicked into place. And I was like, yes, is like to stupid my." And obviously it wasn't an entertaining thing. I did then spend the next sort of six months just working on the art of sourdough baking. Yeah. And then creating, sort of working these sort of, working out how to sort of, the two mindfulness and bread making sourdough bread making together and I've just come up with this amazing concept and I adore sort of bringing people around because obviously it's a tangible way of showing people how to lead a mindful existence rather than just telling them things and telling them how to meditate it's a way I can say look this is how your like this, and I, I will show them like the uh, the, the dough which they've created and then over the five hours so you know, like I was saying you know instead of just being this this messy clump you know it just becomes huge for um creation which you have made by putting the time in and that's exactly how i obviously integrate it with mindfulness and you know if you just put a little bit of time into your life you know however messed up it is at the moment just by giving it that extra little bit of time that extra little bit of um, concentration and love, and love to yourself, because it's teaching people how to love themselves. Because that's what so many people have stopped doing is loving themselves. Yeah, you know, they all yeah. think they all think yes, we've got to love everyone apart from ourselves, yeah, people often confuse loving themselves with arrogance, it's not that at all.
0: There is, uh, I read this article from uh, Libby Webb, she's also one very, you know, psychologist influencer, very inspirational woman, and she was talking about how important it is that we learn to be kind with ourselves, otherwise it won't work and you have to learn to love yourself to respect your flaws and be kind to you so the workshops that you were describing tim that obviously because of coronavirus you've stopped but they will be launched very soon hopefully and then we'll add the link to the video so people can sign up and reserve this lot it seems to be quite an intimate dynamic how big are the groups that come over to yours and you teach the mindfulness and cooking bread
1: so at, at the moment i i can only um Fit five people into the course when I hosted at my house. Like my house, my kitchen, you know, it's quite a good size, it's got a good yeah. island, and then everyone goes around the island. But any more than five, it wouldn't really work. I'm very happy to go out to other people's houses and teach courses there um, for up, up to sort of 10, 15 people. And then yeah. That's, that's, yeah, I mean, that's where it is. But at the moment, I just host for five people, and I probably do six people for the pizza evening. But the pizza's less about mindfulness, even though I, have the two, they're the two very different techniques: making the pizza um, dough and making the sourdough bread. Hmm. Um, but the uh, yeah, the pizza one is, is much quicker anyway. But it's it's, it's enjoyable and so it's a great have- way of
0: just. So basically at this time, Tim, people can either go to your house and have an experience and be in a group of five with random people and and, and join this journey or they can get a group together, invite you over as an instructor and a teacher and, and you will bring that knowledge. But I also know that currently you're working on a very exciting YouTube channel. Uh, what can people find in your channel and your social media currently? How, how are you engaging with your fans?
1: Yeah, so at, at the moment, With this lockdown scenario we're all in, I've decided to show people obviously how to make sourdough and how to make a selection of just different items which are very easy to make and aren't aren't things which you would normally expect to just go down the shop and get straight away. And it's giving people the time because obviously we have a lot of time on our hands now in one place. Why not try? To, why not utilise that time and make something good of it? And, and I know a lot of a lot of people are are helping people do this in exactly the same way, and that's that's incredible. All credit to everyone who's doing this to help everyone, because some people will be experiencing a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, and um, I think depression is, is going to be rife once we come out of this um, situation. But I'm obviously here helping to hope help, hoping to help as many people as possible out of this potential depression which might be uh, sweeping the nation because everyone's stuck in one place and all they can do is just i i, I guess what what people are doing and what it, what i'm trying to explain with mindfulness is that this situation has happened you know there's nothing you can do about it so don't dwell and that's what causes people to depress its is the dwelling on the past and then obviously the anxiety is then thinking about what the future is going to be. So obviously you've got the depression, you've got the anxiety and the two sort of combined together will cause absolute mayhem in your mind. So I am here to help people and a lot of other people are here to help people just to somehow work their way out of the sort of pit of despair they're in yeah. and utilising uh, all of these different techniques i, I found. And-, and I'm not just sort of sticking to cooking techniques. I will be sort of doing sort of um, exercise regimes over, over the course of of this um, lockdown period, um, and sort of, yeah. I mean. Lots of different techniques and ways to make people just feel a little bit happier about themselves.
0: Yeah, I think that what creates anxiety is this idea of uncertainty. So it's uncertain times, we don't know what's here to come. You're talking about coronavirus and how you're helping your followers, giving them ideas to stay, you know, live in the moment and experience the moment. Maybe give us, if you, if you feel like it, a couple of takeaways. Give us three tips of things that we can do in our everyday to embrace mindfulness and embrace a healthy lifestyle now that we're all stuck home.
1: Um, I think, well, as a lot, a lot of people think that meditation is this, this period of time you spend just breathing and closing your eyes and not doing anything, but that isn't what meditation is. And, and I, I every morning I, I wake up, I, I sort of meditate for 20 minutes, but obviously if you've never meditated before, that, that is a long time, so don't do that. So set yourself to five minutes every morning okay. just just to practice meditation and obviously um guided meditations help so if, yeah. if you want to find a guided meditation just go to google and type guided meditations Excellent. but if you have no ability to sort of access the internet on one morning and you think you want to meditate for example one of the best ways of doing it i found is um is by visualization visualizing numbers so I okay. always visualize, I count to 10 and every single number I will visualize as a symbol or as, a, as an object. Okay. So for example, number one, I'll be sitting on a beach and I'll draw a line down the sand. And that will be a number one. Then I will look out into the sea. There'll be a swan, which looks like a number two. Yeah. Then I'll go over to the swan, it'll open its wings and from its wings flurry a, a load of parts shaped like a number 3 at the top which just come all over me and just give me this peace then I look out further into the water and I see a boat, a sailing boat which looks like a number 4 I swim over to the sailing boat I get on board and there's a door and and as I approach the door there's a door knocker which looks like a number 5 I knock on the door and this elephant opens it (sighs) this elephant's tusk looks like a number (sighs) 6 Now I run to the back of the boat and there's a diving board and the diving board against the boat looks like a number seven. I dive into an egg timer, which looks like a number eight. And as I swirl down the bottom of all these art, which me instead of sand, I then reach the bottom and I see a rope. And I hold onto the rope and it's attached to this massive helium balloon. And so with the rope and the helium balloon, it looks like number nine. And it whisks me up into the air further and further and further. And as I look up balloon is getting bigger and bigger and then suddenly it just explodes and I see this ten flash in front of me and I'm just back in the same position as I am where I'm sitting or if I'm standing or where I'm lying down whatever and you just see yourself you visualize yourself in this present moment right back where you are after just using this one technique which just helps people just to find their sort of their, their present moment and, and yeah, and that's what the mindfulness is all about.
0: That's amazing. Presently. That's a great meditation takeaway uh, that I've never heard of. It's, a, it's like a little journey, like you're traveling somewhere, which is something that we're all quite eager about as we're in lockdown.
1: Yeah, and it just helps because obviously everyone knows that count to 10 and that's meditating and breathing. Because everyone talks about breathing and breathing is very important because that's yeah. one thing. You do every single second of your life breathing. Yeah. So obviously that's one thing you can focus on because that's always there. You focus on your breath, breathe in. You focus on your breath, breathe out. And that's that's a great way of doing it. But a lot of people just don't have the concentration to just keep focusing on their breath. So I use this technique just to give people who, whose sort of attention is often swinging around yeah. a way to utilize this the sort of visualization techniques and just count from one to ten and utilize it by just seeing all these different objects and figurines
0: that's amazing tim to finish up you have i guess many projects coming up you have a lot of you know you have groups on facebook you have your page you have your youtube channel and as you said which i think makes your project such a special one is you're here to help and your ultimate goal is to help all of us understand time understand life understand what it is to be in the moment and to get back the ownership of our existence, because it seemed like that we've kind of, especially in London, lost it a little bit in, in, in this race. How, um, what projects, sorry, what projects do you have coming? What's coming next for you?
1: What's coming next? Well, I certainly, during lockdown, I have been making bread and pizza for the local community on, on the Nextdoor app. I I put a post out a few weeks ago just saying, if anyone wants any bread or pizza, let me know. And I've just been inundated. So today I've made 40 40, uh, balls.
0: I saw that on your Instagram, yeah.
1: Um, So you only saw 20. So I'm making, so I made 20 today and I'm doing another 20 tomorrow. And it's incredible. And, And people are just, they, they love it and it's just a really good way and I'm tasting it I mean, tastes and it's you know, I, I'm not I'm not charging the world for it yeah people it, it, loving it so it's, it's quite a good way so, so in terms of that for so the, the the sort of uh, present moment right now that's what I'm doing at, in just trying to sort of help people Very good do, do different things because a lot of people want bread and, and because of all the panic buying they're so Little, really good things left anymore.
0: Yeah. And it's,
1: but I mean, it's been so hard for me to find flour. I, I, I put an order in three weeks ago, and now it's finally arrived, which normally would take a couple of days. Um, but now, now I've got that. I mean, although I'm thinking I might run out again in the next two weeks, I'm going to put another order in now. Um, but then after after that, um, so I think you mentioned my YouTube channel. That's that's quite a big thing. I'm really sort of looking at now and, and just using using it to help as many people as possible all around the world. So because obviously with my course it's it's generally a fairly local localized yes. thing, obviously if you live live around London. I mean, although saying that, um, because it was on Airbnb, all of my Airbnb clients did come from around the world. So so that was good. But that was obviously a lot of planning for them. Whereas with the YouTube channel what I'm doing is something they can do there and then. They, yeah. they can sort of, obviously, uh, utilise their time in a much more efficient way just by by watching my channel. And, and it's something I, I'm. I hated I hated doing it at the very beginning because I, I don't like sort of videoing myself and just sort of looking stupid. But the more you do it, the more you get used to it, and and. And I'm enjoying it now right? and I'm getting, you know, I'm getting comments now. Yeah, the feedback, so. right?
0: You're understanding that you, it's so powerful that you're with in people's house thanks to YouTube channel and you have the capability to share your experience and your knowledge with the world. So that's something really beautiful.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just it's just lovely to, to be able to help in that way. And it, it's something which I'm guessing will just organically grow. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I don't have a phenomenal amount of followers yet. Um, but the more I do it and the more I keep pushing it yeah, people will will like me hopefully and uh, I will be able to start um, just getting my message out to a lot more people because I found found with with mindfulness a lot of people and certainly because until I found the baking I was having a lot of trouble finding people to teach mindfulness because my sort of main demographic was from I, I sort of Came from a sort of a city, city-esque type background, yeah. where so I thought they are the perfect clientele to, to try to attract, but none of them were interested at all in mindfulness. They're just like mindfulness. I was and I was trying to explain how mindfulness can help save them and this, that, and the other, save them in their minds, you not know, whatever. But um, it, it, it had no impact on them. And then as soon as I integrated the baking with it, people's interest suddenly perked up a bit. They were like, oh, well, that's quite good, mm. and. I mean, sometimes people, when I do a baking workshop, they don't want to know about mindfulness. Although they do, you know, they say just put a few things in, but don't teach us too much. But I'm happy with that. Um, but it's, it's something which is, is is growing. And hopefully, you know, it will um, start to just slowly revolutionize the way that people can sort of utilize the way they utilize their minds to help them see things much clearer.
0: Fantastic. Well, Tim, we're all looking forward uh, to this lockdown to finish and then they can also book their slot in their Airbnb experience with yourself and have the workshop as well as follow you on on YouTube and on your social media channels. Thanks, Tim. We will put all the information in the description of the video and we'll keep updated on what's next on, on your feed. Thank you.
1: That's great. Thanks so much.
0: Thanks.